You're listening to a Crossroads original podcast. How would you have mentored yourself when you were 25 years old? And what advice would you have given your 25-year-old self about faith, church, career, and relationships? Well, we're asking ourselves the same questions, and I think we're going to be in for some shock and surprises. That's coming up. From Crossroads Media, this is See Here Love, the podcast with Melinda Estabrooks, Season 8, Episode number 38. Tyndale is set apart for several reasons. They're very invested, not only in your academic excellence, but also your spiritual growth. The best part of studying at Tyndale is the flexibility. Our professors, they work with us to help us get through the courses. They really care about me as a person. Come, you'll see the diversity that the Kingdom of God has to offer. If you want to develop personally, I'd want to develop professionally. This is the place for you. Welcome back to See Here Love with my amazing co-host over the seasons and years. We've got originals, yeah. season one. Oh, geez. All the way through. <laughs> and then you were season two and three? Three, yeah. So there's a lot eight. of memory in history. And now eight. And now eight. I know, and now eight. This is so amazing. It's like the OG's reunion. It's yeah. been so great to be together. And Lisa Pack. And Lisa yeah. Pack, I know as well, with yeah. us. Amazing. And we've got Alex Nichols in the house. Hi, hey. Alex. Okay, this is exciting. The big reveal is coming. Yes. Alex is coming on at the end of the show to reveal the painting. He's been painting for the last two shows and then yes. the end of the show. And then we're going to talk about what he painted, <laughs> what he interpreted us uh, saying <laughs> all this time. So let's just yeah. say this as a preface. Do not get offended. <laughs> Do not weep or cry if anything's like that. We're going to learn together and we're going to have free therapy. I love it. So Alex, we're excited. We're yes, excited. We're excited. Can't wait to have you with us. Okay. Huh. So this this show and theme I love because it's all about what would we say to our 25-year-old self? Oh wow. So here we are at all of our different <laughs> ages. Yeah. And how would you have mentored yourself when you were younger? And I I think this is good because I think sometimes you need to do an inventory mm. for yourself. You're now past 25. And now you're looking back, looking ahead, and you're like, okay, what would I say to myself? And also what we say is gonna encourage other young women next generation too. So let's start off with, what would you say to yourself about your character or good habit that you should have developed earlier? Oh. And it can be very practical or something deeper. Cheryl, you're giving me the eyes. Look well. <laughs> what would you say about character or good habit <laughs> at 25? Beyond time for life. <laughs> Be on time. Be on time. <laughs> so Be on time. For life. For life. Because being on time is not just a discipline, but it is a gesture of respect to someone else. Right. Yeah. I get that now. Okay. Mm. So be on time. It's a yeah. I, I admit that too. I was I was always late and then somebody said, you know, it's about honor and respect for people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Okay. Yeah. Be on time. Joanna. Probably like learn to cook. <laughs> yes. It's okay. I, I only learned in my forties. <laughs> <laughs> and why? Learn to yeah. cook. Um, it's bad for your wallet and yeah. it's yes. bad for yeah. your health to yeah. eat yeah. out that so much. That's true. That's that's, true. that's it. Okay, yeah. good habit. Sure. Learn to cook. That's yeah. excellent. Okay, Kim. Uh, save money. Save money. Yes. Learn how to save money. I'm by trying cooking to cooking. By yourself. cooking for yourself. <laughs> and I'm yeah. 
save some money. Yep. Because you you may end up being alone someday and need something. And yeah. yeah, but need your money. That's really yeah. good. That's real. I would say, even if you're not musically inclined, learn something musical. Guitar, uh, piano. And the reason why is that you'll always be invited to parties. <laughs> saying is, if you can bring a guitar to a party or a campfire, you're in. But the other part is, I think for me, it, it is also a way of just like, when you just need an outlet, yeah. music is always a great yeah. thing. And so guitar, yeah. anything, I'm just saying, learn an instrument, even if you can't sing and you're a horrible singer, just learn at least to play something. Yeah, yeah. And I think it would just be yeah. good for your soul. Yeah. Okay, like, so be on time, cook, save money, save money and... <laughs> Learn, a, <laughs> learn instruments and you can go to parties. Okay, those are really good. Okay, advice you give yourself about relationships, being married, being single, being divorced. What would you say to yourself about relationships? Joe. Oh. <laughs> uh, I think, okay, if we're gonna be real. Yes, please. I think I thought I would meet someone along the way. Mm -hmm. And I met lots of men, but not the right one. Mm -hmm. I don't think I knew how much work it would take. <laughs> yeah. Because the older you get, the less they're there. So you have to really put the work in mm -hmm. to, to, to meet someone. Mm -hmm. And so I would have said to my 25 year old self, like put the work in now while there's like lots of <laughs> single men still around. Where I think a lot of 25 year olds are too shy to admit, uh -huh. I really want to be married yeah. or they're so busy um, mm -hmm. with other things mm -hmm. that then they look up from their life five, five or more years later mm -hmm. and are saying like, oh wait, yeah. mm -hmm. there's nobody, where did everybody go? Yeah. Um, because they were maybe investing in their career yeah. or whatever else they were investing in. Okay, so do the hard work. Hmm. Oh, I'm just saying it gets harder later. It gets harder later. <laughs> no, you're, you're just setting now, the 25 year old up. The 25 year old, okay. like that's a good time to do it. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yes. All right, Cheryl. <clears throat> and now I cough. <laughs> <laughs> um, at 25, I was already married. Hmm. I was already married, and so I, I, I would say no regrets. Yep. Uh, marriage is best friendship on steroids, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if done right. Yeah. But here's what marriage is not, Cheryl. It is not a power struggle. Mm. Mm. Yeah. You will waste a lot of time in the digging of your heels in on things and the taking a stand and, uh, rather than flowing like water. Mm -hmm. I felt like we were both cemented in a, a I will not, you will not. <laughs> and um, it, we just could have been maybe perhaps further, closer, quicker. Like we, where we are now, we could have been maybe sooner if we just yielded to each other a bit more mm. rather than. Mm. So the 25-year-old said, so it's not a power struggle. Marriage yeah, is not a power I had, struggle. I had been so abused and so controlled yeah. mm -hmm. that when I got married and married into a church that was like, submission, submission, yep. that I was like, I will die. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Yes. Okay, yeah. that's um, good. Yeah, yeah. I'm safe. Yeah, when, yeah. You when you find your best friend, you're safe. Yes. It's okay It's okay, flow. yeah, mm -hmm. that's good. So good. Okay, yeah. Kim? Well, I would have told my 24-year-old self not to walk down the aisle. But, <laughs> and probably listen to my dad. There you are. Also yep. said not yep. to. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but my 25-year-old self was already married and not in the right one, mm -hmm. not in the right marriage. Uh, so I would have, <laughs> I would have told my before I was 25-year-old self, which I try to tell my daughter now, is really know who you are. Mm -hmm. It's okay to take time mm 
-hmm. Sometimes yeah. all, all I knew was I was supposed to be married. Like I just, mm -hmm. and so I rushed something because I have to have it because I, I don't know how to live life without it. But that wasn't right and I didn't know who I was. Mm. But 25 being married, uh, I probably would have just told myself just to maybe dig deeper with Jesus because I needed, mm -hmm. I needed his strength. Right. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I would say two things as far as relationships. I would say that at 25, stop being jealous of girlfriends yes. and get girlfriends. Yes. Mm. Like I think one of the challenges for yes. women is I surrounded myself with guys because guys were easier. Yeah. Women were more complicated yeah. and oh. layered and totally. jealous and it was hard oh, to be with them. Kind of, yes. But now I see the benefit of women relationships. I have really good women friendships. Yeah. And I wish I had had that in yes. my 20s mm. because life was really hard and I was navigating through a lot of things as a young woman in becoming a woman. And I was sort of relying on the guys to fill that versus like trusting that there would be some women who could hold you know, the relationship with care and trust. Yeah. And so I would say really trust and try to find some good young women in your life. The second, being like what Kim said, in a second marriage, mm -hmm. I think the biggest thing I would have told my 25-year-old self is, you know, attraction and chemistry mm -hmm. are, yeah, the initial, but that will not last. No. And you need to find somebody that has the same values and is going in the same direction yes. and wants to celebrate you and champion you, not have you become theirs uh -huh. and what they want you to be. Yeah. Right. And I wish I'd known that when I was in my 20s yes. just to say, you know, values are important and going the same direction is important. Okay, good. And don't, and don't like stick to that, even yeah. though it's sort of like, oh, he, he could do. Right. <laughs> don't do it. No. There were don't so many other options right. when you were 25. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I hear you, I hear you, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> That's okay. This is my favorite. This is my favorite. But we got to go to a break because when we come back, we're going to talk about what we'd say to our 25-year-old self about career work mm. and leadership, and then about faith, church, and our relationship with Jesus. So you won't want to go anywhere. We'll be right back. Season 8 is all about getting to know you, the See Here Love community. Here are four ways to connect. Number one, watch See Here Love anytime and anywhere on YouTube and Castle Media. Number two, listen to the See Here Love podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Number three, engage by visiting seeherelove.com or my personal favorite, follow at seeherelove on Instagram. Finally, number four, give to See Here Love and Crossroads by visiting seeherelove.com slash give. All right, we're back and sharing our advice on what we give our 25-year-old selves. And hold on, Alex, how are you doing? Alex! <laughs> Woo, Alex! Okay, he's coming here soon. Oh are you ready? Alex, know. are you ready? Are you I'm ready. ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, so we're back. And the question to our 25-year-old self, mm -hmm. what would you say about career, work, leadership? What would you say, Cheryl? Mm. Yeah, and it's funny. My answer is the same in all three categories for this. Okay, it's... It, it's great to be a champion, Cheryl, Enneagram 8, superhero, <laughs> strap the whole thing on your back. It is better to be a collaborator. Oh, okay. This, the whole superhero thing yes. is almost, it, you know, when you scratch it down, it's a bit narcissistic, like, I've got this. I, th there's so many ideas and possibilities and growth that you're missing out on when you only take it as far as yourself. You need to collaborate with others to go even further. Wow, so yeah. collaboration. Over, like, trying to champion something solo. 
Wow, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's really good. <laughs> when I was 20, the advice I would give to my 25-year-old self would be act your age. Mm. <laughs> because at 25, I didn't realize this until I ended up later in therapy because it was mm -hmm. such a challenge, is that my therapist basically said you have the job of a 25-year-old with the emotional experience of a 25-year-old. Like you're, yeah. so stop trying to act like a 45-year-old. You've only lived 25 years. Yes. You can't possibly be more than mm. this. Yeah. And I realized just I was carrying the burden of trying to be something that mm. I wasn't. Mm. And it took a toll on every area of my life. Mm -hmm. And so I did that for too long, thinking you can do it, you have the energy, mm -hmm. you're excited, people believe in you, they're giving you the job, so you must mm -hmm. be able to do it. Uh, and no, like you have limits even when you have lo youthful energy. You have so many limits. And I wish I had been more like a 25-year-old when I was 25. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And how many young people are acting older, mm. yeah. whether it's for job or for advancement, mm. and missing out on actually the age that you are? Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's good. Okay, I Kim. probably would have told my 25 year self to have actually more confidence because I don't mm. think I did. I didn't think I was smart enough to move forward or ahead. And also it was the circumstances I was in mm -hmm. too, but I, I just feel like maybe work hard, do your thing, but, and just have some confidence mm -hmm. that like, I, I, I can do this yeah. too. Like I, I didn't have that very much then. And I probably could have done other things that I know God has gifted me with, mm -hmm. but I was always, I just didn't have the confidence yeah. to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's mm -hmm. good. And I think from what you're saying is mine, which is like the imposter syndrome is real. Yeah. You're going to either have to lean in on it or Mel, don't be so prideful and ask for help. Yes. And like actually reveal yes. the inadequacies or the things you don't know. Because in my 20s, like I faked a lot. Yeah. Now, granted, I was thing. learning mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah. Um, and trying to find it. And so there yeah. is a good part of that because I was building character and really learning. Yeah. But yeah, the imposter syndrome is real. And I think, mm. you know, ask for help. Yes. Yes. Don't be ashamed mm -hmm. if you don't know, yeah. because don't yes. fake it. Cause I got into a lot of trouble faking uh -huh. things and pretending I knew stuff and would say a stat and people were like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in like a boardroom and they're like, no. no, we're gonna fax check that because yeah. we didn't have Google or anything. <laughs> we're gonna go to the library and check that on the Dewey Decimal, Decimal System <laughs> and get back to you in five days. Yeah. <laughs> but what I'm saying is yeah. it really was that. So yeah. I would say that to myself. That's good. Those are good. Okay, mm -hmm. let's move into a, a bigger one that could, could be <laughs> spicy um, and honest, but let's talk about what you would say to your 25 year old self about your faith, mm. relationship with Jesus, and the church. Mm. Woo! Okay, Cheryl's giving me the look. <laughs> wow. we, I feel like we've got a lot there. Okay, so, you know, choosy this day, right? I've got, <laughs> I've got, I've got to, I want to keep us on the air. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I'll go with option B. Okay. Option B is <clears throat> that the level of sacrifice and serving, volunteerism, mm -hmm. driving, is not equal to my righteousness. Yes. Mm. They are not connected in any way. Mm -hmm. My holiness, whatever that term is for you. Um, I grew up in a culture that those that were most, that, that, that were closest to Jesus were literally spending themselves out to the point of burnout. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I burnt out so many times in my 20s. Yes. I was burning out living at my church. 
and all, at the end of the day, totally unappreciated, being used, abused, taken for granted. So um, you are enough mm -hmm. as you are. You, you are, when you opened your eyes, I'll finish with this, and took a breath, God could not be any more prouder mm -hmm. of you than he is mm -hmm. right there. Yeah. There's nothing more you need to do. Uh -huh. Everything else is bonus. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you, that's awesome. Yeah. It's good. Mm -hmm. I think that for me, the number one thing is don't be afraid to ask the big questions. Mm. I think sometimes we're afraid what the answer yeah. will be, and so we don't even ask. We That's don't cool. do the work of asking. That's the big one. And then there, those questions don't go away. If you're just like, well, I'm afraid of it, like mm -hmm. that doesn't work when we're afraid of it. It will come back later. I think the second piece to me is mentoring a young person is, mm. um, though none go with me, still I will follow. <laughs> like from, from 25 yeah. to now mid-30s, I'm 36. Mm -hmm. uh, I, ha I have grieved a lot of friends who are no longer in ministry, mm -hmm. no longer in the church, yeah. no longer believing anything like what I believe. Mm -hmm. And um, and there will be things like that you have to process. So like, mm -hmm. make some decisions about what you want mm -hmm. at 25. And ask the questions. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. I would say perform less and serve more. And they're not the same. I always viewed my performing as while well, I'm serving and yeah. God loves me because this is how I'm mm -hmm. serving. Mm -hmm. And I mean by serving, like just really seeing people. I just believe leadership is about loving people yeah. and just doing that better and more. And that's where, and just like you said, I remember sitting in my kitchen, weeping, having probably the best worship service I've ever had by myself mm -hmm. going, Jesus loves me. This I know. And I, I, I was, in my late 30s at this point, divorced, all the things, but I wish I would have told myself way yeah. back then, yeah. you don't have to do yeah. to be loved. You just are. Yeah. You just Good. are. Mm -hmm. And I just wish I grasped that yeah. better then because yeah. it would have helped a lot yeah. more. Um, I would say for me, I mean, it's so layered, but I couldn't do life without my people, mm -hmm. like the people who love Jesus and the pe that love me. Yeah. And so church, relationship with Jesus, all tangled up with people who, you know, at 25, I was coming out of a big prodigal time in my life. I had a lot of regrets. I'd gone through trauma. Mm. I didn't think I was worthy. I really felt like, man, I, I can't be in ministry. Look at me. And thankful that I had people who spoke completely different and said, oh, you're enough. You are worthy. You are loved. You've got this. We're here for you. Could have had that more, but I was too ashamed, and so I didn't want to share the story. I was kind of hidden because I was mm -hmm. embarrassed of it. But I would say to my 25-year-old self, get your people mm -hmm. um, who love Jesus, and, and they're the ones who are going to help you through some of the worst and trying times, and they're going to help lead you back to Jesus when you aren't there. Yes. And so I would, I would definitely say that. Mm -hmm. These are good. These are really good questions. Um, for us, but now we need to go to Lisa <laughs> Pack with the good word, who's gonna be speaking from Proverbs 13, 20. Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. Thanks, Lisa. Thank you so much, Mel. Today's good word verse comes from the wisdom literature, Proverbs 13, 20. And there the Bible tells us, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. 
There's a reason why they say that hindsight is 2020. Things just make more sense when we have the broadening framework of life experience through which to understand the past. It might be added knowledge, a fuller context, a different perspective, personal growth, or all of the above. Sometimes, actually often, it's all of the above. There's another familiar saying, if I knew then what I know now. I've said those very words as well, but the irony is that when we, what we didn't know then led to the knowledge that we have now. These are the lessons learned and earned, and they are embedded in our souls and shape who we are today. So no regrets. God is sovereign, he is intentional, and he is purposeful. He will use all of our experiences to make us more Christ-like. So when we reflect soberly on our life journeys and cringe at those moments that frankly you would prefer forgetting, moments of pain, embarrassment, hurt, anger, let's not forget the people that God brought into our lives to be there with us. And it's not all bad because there are moments of joy, triumphs, achievements, and success. And so in the good and the bad, let's not forget that those who were our mentors, our guides, friends, and companions, those who walked with us in the past season so we might become wise even in our youth. Sometimes we listened and sometimes we didn't. And though we might not be able to offer our sage advice to our 25-year-old selves, we can certainly offer it to someone else. My exhortation to you today, even as we continue to walk with the wise, may we share our wisdom with those who walk with us and those who will walk with us and after us. Well, thanks, Lisa. And now it's time. Ooh. Drum roll, please. Ooh. Here comes Alex Nichols to reveal the painting. Wow. The painting, the painting, the painting. Okay, I'm going to look over now. Can I look? Can I look? Ready, I'm like, You gotta love that. Every time you reveal pain, you're gonna like bring so the see here love women over because we're gonna cheer. Wow. Amazing. Welcome. Amazing. Finally, you're on set with us versus so down studio waving to us. And thank you so much for having me, Melinda. Yeah, it's amazing. Just to give context, like Alex and I have known each other for so many years um, through church, through video work, all kinds of things. And I saw Alex do a painting at a church service, an Easter service. And I'm like, can we try this at see here love while we're talking? Okay. It's risky but I trust him, and so I'm so glad you're here, and this yeah. is the first time we've ever done anything like this before. Thank you so much for having me and having my art here. I know, it's exciting. Okay. All right, so we have a couple questions for you because we yes. have no idea what art therapy is, so <laughs> here we go. Yeah, maybe let's start there, yeah. because yeah. you do art therapy. What, what is art therapy? <laughs> yeah. Yes, definitely. Um, art therapy, so art therapy is psychotherapy. It's like talk counseling. Um, instead of using words though to express how you're feeling we start with art as the beginning of that conversation and it really allows the client to expre express themselves but also be able to then interpret their own artwork I love that okay more questions I yes. would love to know how does that actually look like like day to day how do you execute art therapy and how does it impact people's lives? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So art therapy is really a great opportunity for people to be able to express those emotions that they maybe don't have words for. Mm -hmm. Those big emotions, uh, maybe also the day-to-day -day emotions as well. So we work with children, mm -hmm. adults, anyone who's really looking to 
find a way of uh, expressing how they're feeling in this complicated world. Mm -hmm. I would assume trauma as well, right? Yeah, yeah, so dealing with life's challenges, uh, trauma, wherever there's uh, times that words uh, just aren't big enough to capture what that. it is that we're feeling. So good. I love your passion, and I love that you're doing this, but how and why? Are you doing this? Yes, so I've had a great uh, experience myself mm -hmm. in terms of mental health, in terms of counseling, um, and so the support there has been amazing for me. Uh, and then my love of art has just meant that this is a great combination totally. for me. Uh, and I really wanted to invest in a career where there's that mental health mm -hmm. and healing aspect as mm -hmm. well. So important. Yeah. So important. I think, especially right now. Oh yeah. Like. Yes, yeah, yes. very much so. I think in the last few years we've really experienced um, a lot and yeah. a lot of conflict and challenges as well that yeah. we really uh, benefit from expressing and being able to build a community that's mm. supporting our own mental yeah. health yeah. And, yeah. and healing journey. Right. Yeah. Well on that note, here is the picture, the painting that you painted yeah. over three shows. Uh -huh. yes. right. So let's start by each show and talk to us through it of what are the images and why you painted that. So the first show that you came on was New Year's. Yes. Um, yes. Our word of the year, uh, the women we wanted to become, uh, you know, our verse, that was the show. Like, here we are, 2023, bring it on. Yes. So talk to me about what images connected with that that show. Yeah, for sure. So there's a number of references just to the reflection that you had on 2022 and how, you know, that had been Oh, the fairly, highs and lows. The fairly yeah. fairly challenging um and and yet some positives as well. And then um mov moving on, there's uh, a number of representations here in the artwork hmm. of uh, community, mm. and often you'll see kind of circles to represent and different uh, different gatherings of people. Uh, you talked about your families as well and how important they are moving forward. And then looking at some of those aspects of uh, simplicity mm -hmm. um, and uh, those different words that just represent how you want to see the impact yeah. of what you do in the future. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's really good. Any that's any thoughts about that? I'm just I see the circles there. Yeah. I see the greenery, the flourishing yes. greenery yes. of my word. Yes. Love that. Yeah, that's that really, really good. Word, the scent, scent, the scent. arrow. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Beautiful. I love it. Yeah, and then and then servanthood. Yeah. Yeah, represented by that purple hand there, the kind of offering oh. hand. Oh, yeah. I love uh, that. Okay, that's good. That's so okay, good. second show you came on. Yes. We talked about aging well and Combating ageism. Yes, indeed. So what, what images are with that show? Yeah, a really key topic uh, right now. And you can see the representation there of the eye, um, ah. just uh, with some of those uh, wrinkles yeah. that we just experience <laughs> on a regular basis. Right, um, right. And then also uh, an hourglass to represent that time um, and how time kind of moves for all of us. Uh, and the question mark of what the future brings, uh, as well as uh, a figure with gray hair, because yes. we all experience that yes. m moving forward. Um, and again, reflecting that uh, theme that's come through uh, the last few shows of growth and, and kind of newness, freshness with uh, plants in and yeah. flowers in okay. hand. Oh, okay, love that. Good. Gross. All right, and then today's show, all about what we tell our 25-year-old self. 
Yes. Um, so what, what image is represented for that? Yeah, so the representation of the church mm. and uh, yeah. what that, how I that's been there. significant yeah. uh, for all of you, yeah. Yeah. as well as uh, uh, that musical note to represent the importance of, of music there as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then the, the gold ring just to represent yeah. relationships yes. and what that looks like for, for each one of us. Very yes. nice. Right. Is there anything in the painting that you guys have a question about? Yeah, the heart, the red heart and that beating heart. Is that Yes, again, a number of times you referenced that, uh, just the, the love, uh, the compassion yes. that was so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and also, again, kind of the guarding of, of a heart um, and the, the inspiration of kind of moving forward and being oneself in the world. Love that. Very cool. Love that. I've got one final question for me. Mm -hmm. Do colors have any sort of like big meaning? Yes, yes. You'll see again Melinda's kind of green color all the way through, (laughs) that representation of growth and rebirth. Um, I love blues as well. They're often kind of cooling, Mm. sky, Mm. um, but I tend to go for as many vibrant colors as possible uh, on this black background. So overall, you listen to us, and and out of anybody, you were listening very intently to us, Mm -hmm. watching us. How did we do? <laughs> how, how did we do? Who was like the best? Who was, yeah, who was the best to paint? Who the most needs? <laughs> well, you were all wonderful in terms of uh, the different things that you represent. Uh, and I'm just really impressed by each one of your resiliency um, and also the way that um, your creativity comes through. And I was really uh, pleased to be able to try and capture that. And I hope that you all uh, can see some of that reflected in the work. Awesome. Thank you so much. Well, what a rich show, a beautiful painting. Alex, Joanna, Cheryl, Kimberly. What a pleasure to be with you on this show, but the past two shows together. It's great, uh, yeah, to be together, to love each other, and thank you for your amazing thoughts, wisdom, and your art. And for you, our viewers and listeners, there's not much else to say but this. You are seen, you are heard, and you are deeply, deeply loved by God. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for listening to See, Here Love, the podcast with Melinda Estabrooks. Stay connected with our daily posts and stories on Instagram or Facebook at See, Here Love, or join our newsletter at www.seeherelove.com.